When it comes to setting boundaries, we often forget what we need to do. We often forget that we have to work on our marriages. Our children need to watch us working on our marriages. Our children need to learn about marriage from us. There are some things that we need to do in the marriage rather than just set boundaries. We've got to decide to have fun in our marriage. You're listening to Parenting on Purpose with Dr. Bob and Rosemary Barnes from Sheridan House Family Ministries. I'm your host, Ruthie J. We are on this series, The Proactive Marriage, and yesterday, if you missed the broadcast, we did talk about boundaries, the boundary kind of, <laughs> right. where, where, do our, uh, where are the lines with our roles as husband and wife with the outside world um, as well. And so if you missed that, you can go online. Yeah, it, to- it was, can I just say, it was interesting <laughs> watching you two weigh in strongly on your gender being inappropriately dressed, but you turned a corner radically, and on my gender, guarding their eyes or guarding their heart and coming after you, obviously weighed in big. Uh, the, the whole 15 minutes went a different direction than it was on the paper in front of me. So if we could just stay with the material, I, okay. felt, I felt like you beat me up a little bit for my whole gender. I felt, I felt oh, well. animosity coming about my gender, and you two, I mean, when we finished the broadcast, you're both standing. Do you realize oh. that? So. <laughs> Well, I will say though, it, it, I mean, women are visual too, yes. even in South Florida, and, and really? men have their. Oh, yes. <laughs> mm. I mean, little comments here and there, and you realize women are turning a lot more visual mm-hmm. than we, I think, ever have, yeah. uh, especially in this information age. Yeah, and I do. I think we can thank the media for that too. Yeah. I think they promote that our interests and our needs and everything are identical on on television, and so I think women are beginning to think. Oh, wow. Excuse me. Are we on Oprah here? What what are we right now? I forgot what we're doing here. Parentingonpurpose.org. That's the website. That was just a safe area to be in. All of a sudden, we're going in unsafe places. But I think the point that we want to get to is that, yes, as we are talking about boundaries, and yes, as we are in a a time and a culture, and particularly in South Florida, with the need for boundaries, that we need as husband and wife to jump in and be on the offensive on behalf of our marriage rather than constantly defensive, 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 and to say, what can we do to build our marriages and make them so strong, especially in a time when there's so much pulling us away from having a strong marriage? Hmm. Well, give us some give us some needs that we need to be doing. Some needs that if, once we've got the boundary set, then we need to jump on the field, and we need to understand that everybody has. There's just some glue to this marriage we need to look at. Yeah, I think there are some basic needs that every marriage partner has. And I think the first one, as we kind of go through them, is a need for attention, full attention. For What does us, that mean? Well, that means that I know that when we come home after busy days out there, that we can sit down and we can put down all the things and all the concerns and all the busyness of the day and to really focus and think about the needs that are going to be there for my spouse and to really give full attention to that person listening and watching and really taking in what the needs are. Okay, so I'm I'm listening to this. I'm driving in my car listening to you say that and I'm I'm going to flop here with you and I'm going to be the female and I'm going to say I would love to have my husband walk in and say, can you give me some attention? I just want to sit and talk with you right now. And I think she's saying, a lot of people listen saying, really? Really? He comes in, he checks the mail, he goes upstairs, he changes clothes, and then he turns on the news. Or he does whatever it is he does. This whole need for attention, I, that would be nice. I just don't get it. Do you have any thoughts on that? Um... I love it. This is so awesome <laughs> No, but I, I, I'm feeling that. I mean, there have been those situations, yeah. too, where you're like, well, I would love if my husband would give me attention, yeah. but I almost want him, can you just do a load of laundry instead? You know, yeah, that would yeah. be attention to me and help right. me get this done and put right, the kids right. to bed. Well, you and know you have can... that need. 
yeah, as a female. You know? She knows she has that need. He doesn't know he has that need. That's the problem. He doesn't know he has a need to connect with her when he comes in to, and to stay connected with her using his phone. He doesn't know he has that need. He's this island. And so what happens is when they don't connect and she gives up on the connection, but they were connecting when they were dating and they were connecting for the first few months. And then all of a sudden they got into their rhythm and they've got too many things to do and children come along and they're dropping them all off. And so he just has a need to check it off. He doesn't ha He doesn't know. He doesn't know he has a need for attention. And I think that we default to quickly getting into task. You know, it's the end of the day. He's walking in the door from the office. I've got to get dinner on the table. I got to get the kids going on their homework and all that. And so we default into task orientation. Oh, when you said dinner on the table, she's saying, you're kidding me. It's been a long time since we've had dinner on the table. Yeah. It's dinner on the go. <laughs> Somehow in your table. mouth. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's exactly right. But I think if we think about the fact that it is a human need for each person to have somebody paying attention, hearing, and if one of the spouse, maybe who's listening to the radio, can say, okay, how can I make that a reality in our relationship? What you said is exactly right. Whether he knows he has, I mean, I don't, I don't know I have the need for vegetables, but you make me eat vegetables. You know, I, there's needs I have that I don't know I have. I'm desperate. I am desperate desperate to connect to another human being. And the Bible calls that naked and not ashamed. I am desperate. I have the need for attention. And, and as we go through all these needs, we're saying, I am desperate for attention. And if she doesn't work at it like you did, like you early on, we've been married 41 years, early on when I was, when I was a workaholic and just blasting out and doing all these things and justifying it as ministry, and you would, could we please just sit and talk? And I didn't know how to talk and I didn't know how to share. But what happens is if she doesn't do this and if she, if the relationship and the vast majority is, is the female, if the relationship person in the marriage doesn't pursue a relationship and attention with the television off, no distractions, iPad put away, where they're actually learning the process of giving each other full attention, somebody at work will give him attention. He'll, he'll be all of a sudden having a cup of coffee, and then all of a sudden he'll be grabbing lunch with her, and all of a sudden he will be make, calling her office saying, I don't know how this happened, I'm a Christian, but this, this, this horrible thing happened. I, I, th this is a need that generally one spouse does not know exists. And I think we, we're talking about preemptive action. Mm -hmm. I think one spouse needs to say, okay, we have a need for this, and so I'm going to make it happen to the best of my ability by saying, you know what, you just came in, you put your keys down, you're looking through the mail, you're going to get comfortable. Could we then, in, in like maybe in about 15 minutes, could we just sit down for a minute? I've got everything in the oven. The kids are settled. So could we just sit down for a few minutes? And I'd, lo I'd love to hear about your day. I'd love to tell you about my day and take action, do something to make it happen in our marriage. That's exactly what you did with me. You did two things. And one of the things you did was you acted like it was your need and I was meeting a need of yours. I didn't really know I had the need to connect or talk to another person. I was exhausted. The second thing you did is we went for a walk pushing the stroller. Mm -hmm. And it was pivotal down Thomas Street. And you, you, you didn't make me docile. I'm not a sitter. I'm not good at sitting. I am now, but I wasn't then. So we're walking. I'm going for a walk. Do you want to go for a walk with, uh, with uh, Tori in the stroller? And we're going for a walk. And you're drawing me into conversation. Mm -hmm. You made it easy. We weren't sitting across the table where I felt I had to produce conversation. Mm -hmm. We were going for a walk. There was a destination around the block. I can mm -hmm. I can pursue a destination. And, <laughs> There's and, an end to it. Yes, yeah. Yeah, thank you. And there was an end, unless she said, can we do it again? Right. Um, but I think you decided I'm going to find how to connect with this person. Right. And I'm going to ask for attention, but I'm going to give him full attention. There's another thing you did in the full attention that was huge for me, and that was – in the early days when I started speaking and I was terrified, 
and you would sit on the front row and pay more attention to what I was doing than anybody else in the congregation would, and you'd be taking notes. You remember that one time after you took notes, it was one of the early days, and I asked, what were you writing down? And she said, notes. And I said, who? Who were you sending notes to? And we were sitting at Sizzler. Do you remember this? Mm -hmm. And you said, I was taking notes on your sermon. And I remember thinking, how could she be taking notes on my sermon? She wrote 50% of it. We, we did it to get what, what could you, <laughs> there was a respect in your attention when I wasn't respectable. It was just amazing. And so the, we have this need and in this need, usually one spouse knows, the other doesn't have a clue. And the, and the one who knows has got to find a way to get there. I think another thing that's very pivotal is in the process when we're trying to develop this attention giving to each other, to let the husband know who's maybe new at this or whatever, how much you appreciate it. Mm. And, and you don't have to be silly about it, but to say, you know, that was really meaningful to me that you told me about what happened and that you were upset about that meeting and you shared it with me. That was meaningful to me. You would say me. that the next morning. You would say, you know, sitting on the patio or going for a walk, that was just great. Thank you. As if I was meeting a need for you. And it was slowly over a period of time, I realized, wow, I looked, I'm neurotic about calling you five and six times a day today, but you taught me that to be able to do that. And sometimes it's kind of finding what clicks for your spouse, mm, right. what makes them tick. Right. And I, I know early on in our marriage, my husband's job wasn't really the center of his life, but he loved sports, and I mm. could have cared less yes. about sports. But I figured if my husband's going to sit down for three hours every Sunday and watch a football game, mm -hmm. that's either three hours I can spend with him mm -hmm. or three hours being bored to death. Mm -hmm. So I got to learn football very mm -hmm. good and talk to me about the players, and I'd have to memorize, and I'm <laughs> still clueless, but at least he'll tell me things, and we've followed players and all that, and the same mm -hmm. with all kinds of other sports. And now that his job is so important to him. Mm. He comes home sharing about all the clients and all that's happening to mm. the point that I'll go to his, you know, bring your spouse events and I'm talking more about the clients than other other people too because I, I make it my business to know his business mm. because that's what makes him tick. Mm. And, and yes. vice versa, he'll ask me things that mm -hmm. he knows I'm interested in so somehow there is that connection mm, that, yeah. and it keeps going. Yeah. But meeting them where they are, yeah, I think, would help. Yeah. It really needs to be developed between the couple. Yeah, it's not just attention, it's paying attention. It's choosing to pay attention. I do want to ask Rosemary if you heard her say that she sits with her husband and watches the football games. I just, yeah, I don't I just know who's there. Sure it doesn't work for every woman. <laughs> I, just, I just wanted to make sure that I will that admit, that hey, if out. I have a real simple magazine in my lap while I'm watching, I'm good. <laughs> also, we're in the same Got moment. your I'll, smartphone uh, on the side yeah. and yes. an Pinterest on the yeah. side. <laughs> okay, it's Bash Bob again. That's just ridiculous. <laughs> I, well, one overwhelming need is attention. Everybody has need for attention. God said it's not good for man to live alone. And I don't think man would have decided that he wanted to live with a woman, but God did it. Mm -hmm. And God did it and rewarded the man that pursues it. And so I, I think it's not just setting boundaries, but just jumping in and paying attention and giving attention. What else? Can you think of another one? Well, I think another need is, and it kind of ties really into attention, is acceptance. You know, oh. accepting each other for who we are, not that we're going to stay stagnant in who we are as, as individuals, but that we accept each other as we are. Without trying to repair each right. other, without right. trying to fix each other. This is huge, especially you are a relationship person. I'm a, uh, I don't want to make it sound superior, so I have to think of a demeaning thing that I am. <laughs> I'm, I'm more of a pragmatist. I live for organization. Well, it depends um, on whether you think pragmatism or relational, well, I mean, emotional look is at the more table. important. Look at the table. My, my <laughs> stack, my papers here for today are perfectly stacked. The holes all line up. Your papers are all over the place. There's probably some on the floor. There's some back there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're just very different. Oh. And so I think it takes the neurotic spouse a while to realize it's not my job to fix her. In fact, it is my job to serve her and learn from her. 
And if we come together, as most marriages do initially, can I help you understand how important it is not to leave the dishes in the sink? And realizing, and this was an interesting thing for us, because you love life and you're a relationship person. And you could be talking on the phone and walking by the dishes in the sink because you're ministering to somebody and taking care of somebody and on and on and on. And I remember early in the marriage getting up because I'm neurotic and I wake up at five in the morning, getting up and some cups would be in the sink from last night. And I would rinse and wash those cups and would not put them in the dishwasher. I'd put them on the counter above the dishwasher so that you would get up and see that I had to do that. And I, I remember it was like- <laughs> Sticky notes with arrows. No, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 Please yeah. notice. Yes, yes. And it was almost like I heard my, you know, you guys are making fun of me. Oh, I'm just goodness. sharing my heart here. Sorry, oh going. yeah, it's very sad. This, this hasn't turned out at all like I expected it to be. I need some acceptance here. You were and hoping for, I'd turn around and get those cups in the dishwasher No, and then I was almost like God said, really, Bob? Another six inches and they're in the dishwasher? Really, son? You, you need this much? Is this a competition for who can do what? Really, Bob? And it was so liberating to realize that we have the opportunity to serve each other with our strengths rather than point fingers at each other because of our strengths. And I want to add that it's important for me to say, you know what? It bugs Bob to come down, and these are these are such minor things compared to the really important acceptance issues we have. But just See, as an can illustrative I, can I just thing, say, because of your temperament, it's not minor. Okay, <laughs> my, in my temperament, I'm talking about it. Look at my oh, arm; I have a body rash goodness. just he talking about the two coffee mugs. Yes. But anyway, it's important for me in this acceptance area to say, okay, to leave cups in the sink for him to come down at his early morning, five, four thirty, whatever it is. I don't even compete. Three o'clock, two yeah, o'clock in the morning. <laughs> if <laughs> I could, I would, yes. To find dishes in the sink is very annoying to his temperament. So that is such a minor little thing for me to train myself to do, is to say, okay, before I go up the stairs, take a look around the kitchen. Is there? I mean, how long does it take to learn to put something in and to notice it? Yeah, but I think this, I think that God used that to begin the process of wanting to hone me into a servant leader. I think God used, this is, there's, you're smarter than me. There's so few things I can do for you. Mm -hmm. That was something I could do. We're talking about not just setting boundaries, but jumping into the marriage by giving our spouse attention and giving our spouse total acceptance. You've been listening to Parenting on Purpose with Dr. Bob and Rosemary Barnes from Sheridan House Family Ministries. If you want to find out more about the ministry, go online to shfm.org. And if you want to hear today's program again, share it with someone on social media. There are all kinds of tools and ways to do that online at parentingonpurpose.org. We're going to keep going down this list of the basic needs that marriage partners have tomorrow as we go through this series of the proactive marriage here on Parenting on Purpose. 